Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello. Hello. And welcome to oh, Let's welcome. Drone Out. To Let's Drone Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight we are joined by no one's favourite, Stephen. Hello, it's me again. Sorry. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone's worst nightmare, me, right until I fly. Hello. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, Dominic Clifton. Hey, Caroline Taylor. Hey, Lurgy. John H Hello, in everyone. the chat, Tailspin. Hello, Clive FBV, Richard Warwick. Hello, buddy. Audio Geek. Hey, how you doing? RC hey, Dude. Hello. Yep. You're legend. Still Thanks, tuning everyone. In stuff. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Uh, we were just bemoaning the, 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 the frailties of PCBs and the exhaustion that comes from banging your head against something where you just want it to do the thing it was doing before. And it won't. Do you know what? Do you know what I should do that will make me feel better? <clears throat> like, does does anyone need any? Does anyone need a like E twenty eight or anything or whatever? I suppose you're I could harvest. It. You're going to smash it to pieces, aren't you? No, no, I was thinking about getting the stick blender out and just blending it. Ooh. Will it blend? <laughs> it sounds like the E28's kaput because you've lifted pads off that, right? That's that's a goner. Uh, no, the no, that's fine. It's the ESP32 that that's uh, oh that that is, you know, I I think a goner. It's annoying. It's hella annoying. Uh, I was saying I was trying to flash an ESC and just can't get the bootloader to work. Bemoaning yeah. the kind of death by a thousand cuts that we're getting from this because it's just hard to keep the energy levels up when you're screaming to electronics as i'm sure um squash it in a vice says the professional here dominic clifton yeah um, i know he should know i'm sure he's had a few annoying pcbs in his time super I mean... satisfying and a slow process so, so you can enjoy it more oh <laughs> oh it really get the like... most out of it it was working, and then the OLED stopped working when I did an update, mm. and then I've been trying to get the OLED to work, and then be flashing it back and forth, and then I decided to like redo all my soldier joints because, of course, that's going to be the issue, and then yeah, just couldn't get the couldn't get the gr- the grounds to disconnect, and then now it just doesn't work at all yeah so it's just it's just vandalism i was i was dead happy to be able to use diy modules and to be able to give people some money when this express lrs stuff started up because you know people have come up with these board schematics and it felt only right to like somehow pay them for it so it was nice to be able to buy stuff off makers and do the diy thing but it's kind of frustrating when you when you get to the point and you know you can get a good external module pre-made for not much. Sat there with a soldering iron because something isn't quite a hundred percent. You've got a dry joint and you're not sure which one it is. It's it's a bit much. Yeah. Bit much. It's, yeah. Check for shorts between pins. Yeah, it's fine. I've I've had a look. Got like magnifier. Got linen testers. Just they're big old pins, and yeah, it's just like. It's just vandalism, and to be honest, man, it's like it is cheap gear. Like the old, the old pads were like barely, uh, barely holding on in there. But yeah, it's just like he's not wrong. Very satisfying. Maybe we should do it. Wood Davis says, "Use a welding torch. Get medieval on it." 
Look for sport, sort of splashes and sort of balls. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's just so bullshit. Just don't know. It don't. It doesn't even flash. And then I tried like making like doing some jumpers for, you know, maybe it was a grounding issue. And then I plugged it in and then blew the, you know, the temporary fuses in my motherboard. So now my my USB didn't work. Something is like, definitely ah. shorted, but it might just be past the time when you have to say, like, I've spent X number of hours and I, yeah. I'm not like in in indentured labor being charged out at 10p an hour. I've just got to admit that I could have bought another one with the time I spent working on it. I know. Yeah, totally. It's total like pointlessness, you know, like, and now I wouldn't trust it. If uh, never give up, no, stop telling me stuff like this. Never give up. It's not healthy. Just yeah. get the right tools to fix it. Yeah, just a f***ing blender. I've got some builds I feel are just cursed, like flat out cursed. I had a three and a half inch that's now flying okay, but that, that build must have taken me five months because I just got one dodgy AIO and then I tried to make a naked Vista and I buggered up the, the the little mippy connector trying to clean it up i think i bent some of the pins and oh no yeah. those mippies are unserviceable like once it's trashed you can't can't do anything with a mippy well the the M- mcx connector malarkey no mippies so the uh they're kind of like a, a ziff connector for cables okay but the you know that there's the latching ones where you've got the little lever and you push down mm. and it clamps the end of a ribbon cable. The mippies um, have like a a, a a very slight click connect, and they use them for the DJI cables. And oh yeah, don't Apple yeah. use them for like JTAG connectors? Oh, they're all over. Yeah, if you open up a laptop, you'll see them all over the inside of a laptop, connecting your like SATA ports and all that stuff. They're everywhere, but they're they're really not designed to be serviced and changed Mm. by end users and you get a couple of insertions and if you go a bit not even hulk on it but you just kind of look at it wrong and put one end in first at the wrong angle and you can bend one of the little pins inside so it comes up out the plastic and when you've done that unless you are like some kind of surgeon with a pair of tweezers that thing is just dead and you can't easily remove the mippy connector from the board unless you're Mm very skillful so it's kind of annoying that happened on one dgi and it was just a uh, bummer that's like 90 quid screwed Ugh. yeah dom send me that uh he he, he was just showing uh oh, there we go he goes um yeah dave on ev blog got a 50 volt on probes and just shorted out all the components individually to let all the magic smoke out uh, send me that video because I probably need that to like. When cheer you absolutely up. positively want to kill every in the room, yeah, just oh god, the the breathing in the flux as well. It's like I've been, you know, like getting angrier and more poisoned as you go. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like you know, I spent the whole day trying to do work at work and then go to the toilet a million times. And then on my free time, I'm trying to get this piece of working. And then today on my day off, it's like, boom, flu jab. And then I've just got a headache and <laughs> just like, <laughs> just all day. And like, I get a message from work being like, hey, we, you know, we changed your job title. I was like, thanks. I just slept through that. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, Dom says microscopes make you superhuman if you've got like hands of steel that don't twitch yeah. or vibrate. I'm not quite up there with Andy RC, but I do not have steady hands. But yeah, I appreciate the thought, Dom. Yeah, it might have been Lewis Rossman. I know, like, don't don't get me wrong, like, you know, microscope, binocular, well, trinocular, you know, one for the, the video cam and stuff. It is tempting, but you're looking at three to 400 quid. Like, you know, before... And that that was the before times. They did they did make cheap microscopes that were like USB webcams with a big lens. Yeah, on them. yeah, yeah. I I thought about that, but 
you know, when you're doing like, you know, the sort of like, I suppose you could buy a silicone mat, but when you're like cooking things with like, you know, a, a reflow, uh, hot air, you know, oh, it's yeah. just, yeah, that sort of like plasticky meltiness kind of full on. Oh, speaking temp. of which, I visited a, a cool little site today, a bunch of people who are doing automated lighting solutions and they're making their own pcbs and there's some kind of midi control with uh with ir and lasers and they mm. had their little uh reflow oven with the arduino <laughs> and oled on top of uh, a basic sort of domestic oven and a little laser cutter and everything oh, some interesting cool stuff going on there they're making yeah. a lot of stuff with esp32s there as well for lighting control and like trying to interface stuff with these old dmx solutions and all that yeah, the oh yeah, the yeah, the reducer. I can't remember what they're called. They're called something else. The but it reduces the focal so that you can move it further up. I know, I know. Mad Tech Ian got all the scopes. I reckon he must have been there when they cleared out a lab. The amount of stuff he's got. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you Did need you to. See, bot- I was going to say you see uh, Ian's. Review of the uh, DJI V3 Air unit with the no. uh, compact cooling solution. So no. It's worth a check out. That's one. That's on our, our news channel, I believe. No. Pop that in there. That's yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Do you want to send me a link, man? We'll have a look at it. And I, I'm a bit left out in the cold for all of that. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I'll... I can find it. Jump! I'm firing up the old Discord. Yeah, don't get the USB Microsoft sold in. Only work for a inspection, not rework. Yeah, I would. I would like to get one, but oh man, it's just like another thing bolted to my desk. But super tempting. It is super tempting. Oh, does does anyone? Is anyone sub to uh you know I've been I've been looking for uh like all the Lewis scripts and everything. Just can't I, So I'm I'm gonna share this. Mads uh fair use. I, I know we, we grouched at you, but I do generally think of what you did here was hilarious. So um let's just share this. This uh he's got a little preview of, of the new DJI Air unit here. Oh, so yeah. you can see he's he's looked he's got the mock up of the air unit and he's going to put the compact cooling solution on top there. Nice, nice. Yeah, no problems so far. No, I mean that that does work. Hmm. Yeah, you get nice cinematic footage with that. It's funny Very how it's got barely moving. AMD on it. Yeah, you it's know. unusual. Yeah, and RGB. Yeah, as well. Like, yeah, we do not have enough RGB fans on quads. He makes the point that it's compact and appreciably smaller than the previous unit, which is, you know, a powerful combination. Yeah, that is quite funny. Yeah. Nice one, Ian. Well done, sir. Well done. Well played. Indeed. Oh, some other bits and bobs. Um... There's been a new release from our old friends, Fat Shark, who've uh, popped out a new Are they still bargain, alive? bargain solution. Interestingly, just after that VRX dropped, boom. <sighs> oh, goggles. the recon. Yeah. So this is just the uh, their bargain goggle as you used to have, except this time with your walk snail business. And... um. Probably the first time I've actually seen them them mention walk snail because they don't really talk about walk snail a lot in their marketing, but they're calling out works. They're now saying that they're you know walk snail air units and things compatible mm. with them. Big uh, old box goggles though. Two hundred eighty bucks though. Two hundred eighty US US dollars. So probably two hundred eighty pounds here. Exchange rate be damned. Um, but an interesting sort of price point for goggles when you've got the uh, HD Zero goggles coming out at about 600. So 
280 is that is genuinely a bargain way to get into digital FPV. Yeah, by that. What's the battery solution on the back of that? I bet it's like a big Ooh. old just like unit. I see a big old DC plug there, so I'm guessing you just jam. Do they have? Well, does anyone have the original recon goggles? I've never owned a pair of Fat Sharks. I've always gone with Sky Zones and other brands. No, no. Magnetic tip, self temperature regulating, regulating soldering iron. Nice. Three best. Stop it. Stop trying to corrupt me, Dominic Clifton. <laughs> Magnetic no. tip soldering iron. How does it stay magnetized when it's really hot? I thought things demagnetize when they get hot. I can only assume it's magic. How 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 do they work with the I know it said it works with the Avada. Was I right in reading that? But is Avada Avada DJI and didn't they have a big massive falling out? And... No, no, this was so Avata is DJI, but the Walksnail guys decided to take the piss, quite frankly, and call their system Avatar instead of Avata. And they claimed it was due to oh. the re-release of is it Michael Cameron's Avatar movie? It's clearly just a stunt to wind people up, but yeah. Oh, they, uh, so that's the the name of the system is Avatar by Walksnail. Walksnail is just the company, and Avatar is the uh, the system. Electromagnetism. Electricity doesn't flow when the magnet gets hot. Ah, right. Magnet. Uh, magnet conductively makes very the switch. Yeah, they are compatible with Walksnail, John. So that's that's the uh, the plan there. But you're buying a two hundred and eighty dollar pair of goggles, and every time you buy a VTX, that's like a hundred and twenty or a hundred and forty dollars. So the VTXs are still eye-wateringly expensive. Oh, there's this from Bruce as well, Bruce. Has uh has finally snapped, it seems. Thank you. And he's he's not happy. He's he's not happy that the modeling America's modeling club, AMA, yeah, is is trying to work with the FAA. He, he's convinced it's all just some big bribery factory like football and, and everything's going down the toilet and this is the beginning of the end. And he spent a long time kind of hammering this point home in a, in a video. It's interesting to to watch because he, he's very annoyed at it, but they are doing what they said they were going to do. So I'm not sure what what more people could have asked, really. The, the point that's being made there, I guess, by Bruce and others is AMA and BMA are gray-haired institutions and they're graying out, as Bruce puts it, right? So that the members are not getting any younger. And yeah. by following these rules, they're now flying well outside of the the recreational parks and more social venues where they maybe used to fly little foamies or you might have taken your little toothpick or a whoop and just messed around in the park because, you know, not going to hurt anyone. And you've got some kids interested and they might have gone and bought models or built some of their own models and it kind of perpetuated the hobby. But now you've got people who are going to be moved out into distant fields where they can't be near anyone and no one's going to see them flying. And so you're not going to get new members. So the members are just going to, you know, who are basically all five or ten years north of retirement they're just going to die and then the hobby is going to be left with with very few people in it because there's no way of attracting new members which is kind of a problem it stops it being sociable mm. i don't know what your thoughts are on that oh man i yeah i well we we've got it we've got it in this country haven't we countrymen members or whatever where you can just fly in your own with um am i right um is it the same thing i don't want to be talking about stuff i don't fully you know haven't fully looked into it i'm not sure what you're talking about um the bmfa you can still be a member but not in a club as a countryman oh countryman? right like a yeah journeyman sort of like on your own 
Yeah. And meanwhile, like, for instance, the Brighton BMFA, uh, there's, you know, they, they don't want drones. They're not interested. And right. um, you, you can only fly helis on a Sunday before 11 a.m. So, I don't know, from 12 Excuse midnight me? to 11. Yeah, something like that. It's very strange. So, like, hang on, let's, let's have a look, but... I, I, you know, yeah, it's uh, like he kind of, he's kind of got a point, but you know, there, there's other weird, shit, like you know, like um, flight test. Some of their new foam models, you can't get the plans to build the new, the new kits, and you've got to become a membership with them as well. Dominic is suggesting you get into the schools uh, every show and tell, every open day, every parents' evening. You're going to be there with your freestyle quad on parents' evening, right? Until they admit that it's a good idea. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's easy to to kind of be flippant about this, but there's there's a point where people don't know about this cool stuff unless they see it, and it's um, you know it's easy to take a little tiny whoop in. And these days, you can even get digital ones right so you could have like a nice hdmi monitor a beautiful video signal and just kind of whiz around fly under table legs loop a few bits and bobs and you know have have a whale of a time and i'm sure you draw a crowd and you might end up with a bunch of people who want to join you and race their own um there are a lot of ready to fly kits for tiny whoops and stuff these days helicopter flying has only got priority before 10 p 10 a.m each day why do you helicopters for are, helicopter flying? Yeah, helicopters and fixed-wing aircraft do not fly together. Helicopter Why? flying is limited. And, and there's just like, you know. Why can't you fly helis and fixed-wing at the same time? I, don't, <laughs> I really don't understand this. I mean, anyone can fly with these fixed-wing pilots because all they do is take off and do circles at 100 feet around the edge of the field as far as i could see i was chasing a few of them and they're yeah just they don't go anywhere near the deck and they just go around in circles so it's quite easy to fly a quad with them the guys that i i spoke to were very open and happy for me to fly i'm kind of a bit curious about what i was doing but it's really easy to stay out of the way of fixed wing stuff like they're not going to fly into you and you've got all the maneuverability if there's someone in front of you to absolutely stay out that way. It's not challenging. They're massive and they're quite slow and predictable. They don't suddenly jump to the side or up and down. The he- the- oh, God. Helicopter safety, you got to download. But I just. Well, let's, let's look at helicopter safety then. What, what? Do you really want to like? I'm honestly curious to see if there's a multi rotor section in helicopters. There safety. isn't. There isn't like permit to fly, fixed wing, learn to fly, info for new members. I'm just wondering whether they say like we are primarily a fixed wing club. However, we've passed a few fixed wing permits to fly proficiency che- uh, tests and are permitted to fly helicopters. Unfortunately, we're unable to fly provide helicopter instruction slash tuition. This is the thing as well. There's so many ready-to-fly kits these days. People aren't building their own helis and fixed wings. They're more likely just to grab a kit, comes with a cheap radio, might even come with a cheap set of goggles. Don makes the point maybe the, the fixed wing guys can't tell where the the quad's going to go yeah as far as i know they're just like yeah no no quads as far as i know uh, don't welcome fpv and then you gotta have a spotter as well Fly well, the other people in the club are your, are your spotter right if there's anyone else flying at the field they're your spotter yeah. right yeah it's why i'm leaving my club oh geez I know. So I've never got round to, to joining a club. I've I talked to some. They're, they're nice people, but I just didn't feel like it wasn't the type of flying that I was enjoying. I wanted to be tearing round at the height of the bushes and trees and, and going really fast. And I just got some kind of odd looks and I could tell people were not entirely happy with that style of flying. So it just felt 
don't know. And there's also a rule if you're flying FPV, I can't bring anyone to act as spotter for me. I can't bring a guest in, but I can't fly on my own either. So I'd have to synchronize and make sure I'm flying when there was a, another pilot there. So I couldn't just nip down the field and have a fly, which I yeah. could do if I was flying fixed wing, right? It's mm. a bit constrictive. Yeah. So then what do you do like to play by the rules? Just stand yeah. there and fly an FPV quad line of sight? Right, until someone else turns up and then you can put your goggles on. Yeah. It's uh, challenging. I know. I don't... If, I, cause I, if I'm part of a club, I'd want to stick by the club's rules and show them some respect, but equally so, they don't make it easy to do that. I don't want to join a club and then just be that guy who ignores all the rules, but... Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, it's like, yeah. I think... Uh... I, I yeah, I mean I we we've we got a friend who uh, got disciplined for hand launching and catching a, a little mini foamy fixed wing. So I was just like, oh geez, I need to get a drink. I don't know whether you can fluff for a sec. I, I've completely forgot to bring bring a drink. No I'm worries. Sorry. I'll yeah. see if I can waffle. Can so you? I, can you? Tell me, like, the rabbit hole you went down for flashing the ESCs. Do you wish oh, that you never bothered? Is it a painful thing? Uh, Are you all right? all right? Okay. I've got a, such a rabbit hole for this. So I started out with an ST-Link, and I started flashing stuff with an ST-Link, and then it looks like the configuration for the ST doesn't match the firmware I flashed. So specifically, the bootloader isn't working, so the bootloader is expecting to work off some other pin or something. I honestly don't know. And then I decided to, to not connect it to a flight controller, but I wanted to configure it, so I had to set up an Arduino. And so I've just got all these wires hanging off this tiny little ESC. And it's, um, to be honest, I'm not sure if I can be bothered anymore. It, it was an interesting idea. I thought, yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have AM32, and I'm going to put it in a tiny little 2S car with a little PWM RX. It's going to be a nice, neat little solution. It'll be hilarious. And when I plug in the car, power it on, it's going to play a tune and it'll be cute and funny. But, oh, my word, no. I've now bought an AT Link. Don't know why I bought an AT Link. I thought maybe I'd flash some Artery Tech uh, ESCs because they, they moved all of those cheap ESCs by iFlight and other people, HackRC, they, they, all those kind of people who are rebranding other ESCs, they all moved from STM32 onto AT32. And that's now impossible to flash because you can't use your ST-Link to flash it. You've got to get an AT-Link, and the software is a bit like back to Windows 95. It's all a bit challenging. It's all a bit tiring. And I'm kind of in a low-energy mood now after all this because it's just a few things I've touched in a row that, that didn't work. And then we see the whole AT beta flight thing, and it's just, oh, oh dear, it's just exhausting. Um, so there, there's Skyo 4X. Uh, so that did work. You don't recommend flashing this? Which one have you got? <laughs> the, oh, yeah, uh, you could, yeah those, those are good. And I know the guy who um, works at SkyStars. He's been very helpful. Um, I think he's actually on the AM32 groups. He's, he's very helpful, kind of guide you through it. So, yeah. Those those fairly easy to flash. What I was doing was flashing some completely different MCU. The one you've got there, it should be uh, an STM32 FO51, I think, 051, which is just easy. Any STM32 stuff is very easy to flash, but the, the Artery Tech sort of clone MCUs, um, just tiring. And trying to get the other one with the unknown bootloaders to, to work. That was an STM32, but it was from Flycolor. And I have no idea what bootloaders to use. So it was just it was too much. Mm. But I put a backpack in my goggles and I bought a new, um, hey. not a totally new module, but you can like get the, the smart bit on the module for these. It detaches and you get a new one for 30 bucks, 30 US and plug it in and then you just have a backpack on there without needing to solder it and it it upgrades the steady view thing as well you know that the rapid fire fusion copy that they have yeah. 
So it works out some bugs with that as well. So it's kind of a two for one. Oh, nice. That works pretty well. Yeah. 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 It is, it is going the way of, you know, like, you know, needing a backpack because, you know, like, you know, run, running ghost. I'm like, I, I haven't got any list groups for my kiss stuff. I'm like, ah. Oh. And now you've got diversity receivers. I'm like, it's looking more and more tempting. And I'm I'm worried about like, you know, how long Ghost is gonna carry on for. Because there's just no receivers and he's now gone with Orca. Well, I thought Ghost was part of the prepackaged kind of ecosystem that, that they were trying to build at Orca. So they've got Yeah. All the immersion RC plus the goat plus the Orca stuff, and it kind of creates this ready-to-fly package with everything, right? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that with the Orca uh, USB Bluetooth um, mm. trans, uh, like you know, gamepad. Like, yeah, they've got a JR bay with uh, with Bluetooth in, right? Which mm. looked like a bit of a reach to me because it's thirty quid and. My happy model Express LRS module costs less than that and happens to include Bluetooth. Yeah. Don't worry, you can flash ELRS onto ghost hardware. <laughs> yeah, it is. They're not keen on supporting it going forward, though, because it, it's just kind of a bit of a pain in the butt to work with. It doesn't have its own Wi-Fi and stuff, and obviously more architectures equals more pain when you've got a test new yeah. kit. No, it's J2O. It's not Kabucha. Don't worry. Oh yeah, I forgot it doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a internet module, Wi-Fi module. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to f- forget how annoying it is to to not have that. It's it's kind of surreal these days when it's like upgrade Express LRS and you just power everything on and then open and their just leave it and, and it all just it pops up. Oh man, five oh, or six no. devices just jump into your home network and say upgrade me. Yeah. I, I'll leave it on Ghost. I might just stop using Ghost for a bit and then just continue using the Crossfire Lewis scripts and that so I can do, you know, I can do tuning. I, mean, I, mean, I think Ghost is a, a perfectly good product. It's just if you can't buy the receivers, that that is always a bit of a pain. For, it was Crossfire a few years ago, right, where you couldn't get any of the receivers and everyone was stuck when in the next batch arriving. I guess Express yeah. LRS just gives you much more options when that happens. Yep. And here you go. So I remember asking um, Fedorov, and he was like, I gave the ghost code like months ago to the master Fet tech that will be public, easy peasy. Cool. I can't seem to find it. But that was like the third of May 2021, and it's like you Google, you 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 go to the um the the you go to the kiss um for the lure, it's just not there. I'm like challenging. I know. I just I don't know. I don't I don't know whether I'm dumb or what. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. So John's asking me, what what do I fly? And I can go and just out of shot here it is a big stack of everything that i fly the first time i went to a flying club was with a two and a half inch micro analog oh, fpv obviously um so not just five inches i've got like three five inches and a seven inch and those are the big stuff and i've got everything else is four inch or under three four inches probably five three inches and two and a half inch many many so yeah lots of micros because around here in the center of london i can't can't go balls to the wall with a 6s five inch much less the seven inch 
I mean, they're a lot of fun to fly, you know, send that thing to the moon, cut the throttle, what you got for like a cannonball. Wonderful fun. You can't do that in the middle of a city. You just, the noise to start with, let alone the risk if anything happens. So, yeah, yeah my first serious quad was the uh, Aurora RC oh, QAV105. So it's modeled after the big QAVS, but it's a QAV. 105 mil with i think 2.3 inch props maybe 2.4s yeah with a tiny little um antenna hot glued in the back they still got fr sky with the giant bunny ears that's got to be upgraded so that was the the first non-whoop thing that i tried flying but these days this is kind of my my go-to park flyer uh, aos 3.5 v2 1505 motors, Cadex Nebula four inch? Pro, three and a half inch, ah. Gemfan 3520, digital, got Express LRS on it, OVS, um, an H743 AIO, and it takes a 750 Mar 4S and keeps it under 250 with the, the whole setup comfortably. So you just so, no do problem. whatever you want. Yeah. It's so tempted, so tempting. But you know, I'm a kiss scumbag, so I'm gonna have to sit there and like, you know, try and buy a, you know, a, a kiss ultra mini. Like, mm. yeah. So uh, Dominic's probably gonna laugh at me, but yeah, that's a JHEMCU H seven four three. Not one of your fine boards, I'm afraid to say. Um, yeah. I needed an AIO, and I wanted an AIO with a 10-volt back, um, which I think I've actually petitioned you for in the past, but hey. a bit of things to do with your time, I'm sure. Um, and, and it performed really well, with the exception that I had to write the beta flight unified target for the board because it arrived with an iFlight target on it with a bunch of resource remappings, <laughs> which what? wasn't ideal. So, yeah, a bit of a mess. Ooh. How how is your venture into fixed wing? Because have you it's ordered still in a stuff box down there? And I'm exhausted. And I'm oh. building it. It's in a box. I just yeah. I want to work on a project that doesn't matter, and I actually do it, and it's successful, and it just works, and then I don't well, break it, and then I've got a flying fish atomrc flying fish, which is a 400 mil dinky little fixed wing. Picture yeah. for anyone that's interested. Little twin engine, simple, very simple. Towards the end of the show, I will plug this in and see whether my camera and everything will go blank. You'll have to end the show if that does. That's why I've got USB hubs because I've had stuff get really hot, and um, yeah. whoops are the worst because a lot of whoops they power the VTX off USB whether you want them to or not. So you just plug it in, and you're like, "Why is this?" Why is this so hot after I flashed it? What's going on? I haven't got the battery plugged in. And then you'll get your goggles on. You're like, the VTX is on. What's the, how, why? And they're just, yeah, all yeah. the five volt pads are live. There's no concept of like four volt five. It's just all live. So your VTX powers on the instant you put USB into it. No, the tiny Hawk two. I don't know whether Where I, where am I going to fly it? Well, I'm not sure that that is the thing. Um, it looks really slow, so I'm going to fly it hopefully around my little park and do a few circles um, and just go at snail speed. I'm going to try and keep it as light as possible. It's got two 1105 motors, right? And I fly like this quad. This is a quad with 1105 motors, right? And I can fly that on a 3S450, and that's got four motors. And admittedly, I'm not running them at full chat all the time like you might on a plane, but... I think I can probably get away with a nice light battery. And by using a light battery, obviously, doesn't stall as easily. Um, so I can slow it down. And it should just, I'm hoping that I can lighten it up and then be able to fly in a smaller space by not needing to go berserk. Mm. And I, I don't mind flying for four minutes at a time. It's not, no skin off my nose. I'm a quad pilot. It's, it's fine. <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. Oh man, it is tempting to like 
go down the tiny things, but I'm just we're kind of just waiting for you know to move into digital because there is there is there's no analog stuff anymore, is there? It's getting rare. It's yeah. Getting, well, it's out there. There's there's some cool stuff like uh, I've been working to try and test some of the open VTX stuff. That's all analog. I was talking about MSP VTX the other day. Mm. Oh, oh, the ET125. I was so impressed by that. I didn't buy the quad. This is to Richard Warwick, but I actually bought that frame. I have that frame in a box down there, the ET125 frame, because I was going to build my own version of it and tweak some of the components. I never got around to it, but I've still got the frame down there in the box. I kind of moved away from ducted stuff. But yeah, that looked like a lot of fun back in the day. I think it had these uh, sunny sky... 1106 motors as well that were absolutely is, is, is that what you're on about yeah yeah the little uh, it looked like a good good beginner quad to be honest it's, i couldn't really fault it it's a good shout the camera was a bit rough i think yeah the camera is pretty rough and it was one of those you you, you notice what's wrong with this what's wrong with this picture yeah, uh, this is before OSDs were standard. Oh my god, how old exactly. is this? Four years ago, yeah. Oh, well, it's man. an L- LDARC model, and they were always in the business of clearing out old stock. So, this FC did not have an OSD chip, and uh, I think that was my big beef with it, which is why I was like, "Oh, I'll build my own." But then uh, things moved on so rapidly. You know, you're you're learning with Whoops one day, and you think you need ducted, and then. You learn on something without ducts, and then you realize how crap ducts make everything fly. You never look back, and you know, yeah, something else. Yeah. Oh man, my man, numbskull mantis eighty five. Ha! I've got a story about the mantis eighty five as well. I ordered that with a Flysky i six X radio. It never arrived. I ordered it from Banggood. Raised an issue with them. Tried to claim on PayPal. Sol. Very nearly put me off the entire hobby. The Mantis 85 was this cute little 85 mil, I think like two inch props. It was had bright green props and it was a really dinky little thing. Lovely little park flyer. Uh, and, I, and I should have it on my collection because I tried to buy it, but nope, <laughs> it never arrived. But I'm kind of glad because I wouldn't have got my beautiful yellow radio if it wasn't for that. I've ended up with a Flysky i6. Why? Why is it fifty-four pound ninety? What the hell? What? What is a Pro Evo? Why is it so much money? Lord alone knows. I mean, the Unified Pro V3. That's bloody forty quid. Holy! How much Christ. power do you get out of these things? Are they really? I powerful? don't know. I don't know. The ones I've been looking at the top. Um, if you go. Graphical OSD and microphone. Okay, fair enough. It's got an OSD built onto the mouse cube. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want. Can you go back and look at the top? Because there's the open VTX stuff I was talking about up the top. Yeah. You see the happy model OV300 and OV303, the two yeah. top left. Yeah, and that one, in fact, as well. So these guys, um, you can flash them uh, with the open VTX software. They've got a proper bootloader on them so you can um, upgrade them and they currently support smart audio and tramp you just select whichever one you want and it figures it out like whichever whichever one the flight controller starts speaking that's what it uses it's just oh. such a nice nice concept you don't need to be guessing oh is it 2.1 do i have to set the power levels like this and then they added another feature so there's is this what you bought and uh, i haven't got that no no Oh, okay. I, I've got the uh, happy model, super cheap one. It's like twenty five quid. Okay, yeah, very yeah, very no bargain. Um, but yeah, they they got the VTX to speak MSP to the flight controller, so the VTX can can start talking MSP. The flight controller waits and goes, "Oh, yep, you're you're speaking MSP," and the VTX then offloads all of its data to the flight controller and says, "My bands are this, my channels are this, my power levels are this." And the flight controller just fills in all that data automatically. So there's no adding oh, VTX nice. tables at all. Oh, for the win. For the win. No yeah. more messing around. 
I can't see that. Is the happy model not here? Oh, it's ancient and a bit cruddy. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, fair enough. EOLRS yeah. ES2040X. It's the one in the uh, the top row. In Hang on. That's the cheapest one. The cheapest one. Yeah. Uh, there you are. 26 quid. You have, to, you have to self-assemble it yourself. <laughs> yeah, just screw it together. Stick it in with a bit of glue. They, they The first batch, they actually shipped you a 3D printed uh, bay. They, it wasn't even like that molded bay. I got this really dodgy 3D printed box. Holy crap. Yeah. But it's yeah. it was 26 quid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm loving Nothing. the little mouse nibbles on the edge of the PCB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there's a couple of what... screw posts inside. So that the mouse nibbles are you slide it over the screw posts and put a couple of screws in and that bolts it in. But you have to do it yourself because evidently the labor costs. Oh, is that what these, meaningful these, these cut out? Yeah, yeah. They go over yeah, the little plastic nubbins. And the large one, obviously, is the tail end of the um, the pigtail, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. Oh, my God. I like analog. No, I mean, I like analog, but I remember, you know, I was, like, searching for, you know, to follow, follow my mates at, at the LDO seven years and... You know, you are literally looking for a little speck, and it's just, it is horrible. And my eyes aren't getting any, uh, any younger. You've never flown digital. Wait, so what's Dom flying? It wasn't flying Beta Flight or INAV or PX4 or KISS or RG yeah. Pilot or Multi Wii or Base Flight or Clean Flight. Or silver flight, or emu flight. So, so Dom, what are you flying? I know. What is, uh, what is he up to? I believe I'm buying um, buying a friend's uh, module for um, HD zero. So, Ooh. yeah, I think I'm going down that route for now. So, Dom, don't keep us hanging. What are you yeah. flying? Yeah, don't worry. You're not on your own. I believe if if Penis had joined us, I think he'd done a an interesting poll, and there was um. Oh, sorry, mate. I just said what you said. You got to read the comment that you got to read the comment that uh, that you're answering here because I don't know which one you're talking about. What do you mean? Well, it's like you you started answering someone's question, but I don't know which one you're talking about. Oh no, I got a, Which means the viewers I got a text. Yeah. I got <laughs> oh, a text. Oh right, right. Lurg. Okay. Lurgy was like, you just said what I was asking about. C slash delete C is dead to me. <laughs> hmm. That is funny. What's Hydra up to? I know. Oh dear. Oh dear. Here we go. Is he gonna make his own clean flight? I I love it if Dom was just like I I stayed with Clean Flight. I know Rust's got into the Linux kernel now. There's a lot of people who are trumpeting its amazingness, especially when you have multi-threaded code because it's memory safe. Well, it's more memory safe, a lot more memory safe because you've got like a thread that actually owns the object instead of basically every thread grabbing objects and trying to to mess around with them and hoping that no one sort of ruins the lovely tennis volley that's being played for this object between threads. Oh, Dom, don't be mad. The beta flight crowd does love you. It's just that you're running a business and business and open source are always a difficult pairing. Yeah, we do like you. We do respect the ma- massive amount of work that you've done. Really, we do. Yeah. Really, we do. Standing on the shoulders of giants, my friend. The beta flight, beta flight wouldn't be anywhere without you actually cleaning up the code. Yeah, that that was from you know uh, time cop, and you know it was it was horrendous and a mess, and no one understood any of it. Yeah, you know, and if it weren't for you, you know, we should have have done one again. Get him to. uh, talk if he's ready to maybe drop a hint or explain what's going on there i think that'd be a fascinating story yeah 
Did, did someone? No, I was going to say he's a moderator. No one can really sort of like unmoderate his. It's all right, mate. Yeah, and Boris. Yeah, Boris insisting on filtering stuff when I'm allowed slash ready. I look forward to it, Dom. You'll always be welcome here. Hmm. You know, I think it's I important. Think, you know, I, I've been seeing both sides of the fence. I think, you know, people do respect and value Dom in beta flight, but he's running a business. And when you've got open source idealism plus business, it's just a very difficult Someone's going to be unhappy about that. It's the short version. Mm. Yeah, me and you need to hang out, man. I need to. I was enjoying our little Discord things, even though it was just like two people not properly talking to each other, just grunting at electronics. Grunting and shouting at ESCs. Yeah, I need to clean this bench. It looks like a war zone. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Chinese cloners, as Dom says, are always happy. Yeah. Or at the very least, fiercely productive. Yeah. There's been a there's another spate of activity around that as well. Oh my word. Why? Can you go into it or is this dangerous territory? I mean, I can go into it and it's dangerous territory. There's a okay. lot of people who um there was a there was a PSA from Beta Flight, right? So if you look at the latest PSA, without airing the laundry here, there was um, some warnings given to manufacturers about paying for services when the project um, is free and continues to be free, and the the project members don't charge for their time. Some people have tried to, to change that to make a buck out of it. And there was a little bit of a frucker around that that, you know, wasn't helpful because board members were given the impression they had to pay for support, pay to play. That's not the case at all. Um, so there had to be a PSA release to say, look, guys, you know, you can continue releasing hardware. And if you send samples to beta flight, then we're going to work with you, help you figure out how to make this work and perform at its best and things like that. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people had, had had a message, a lot of the major board vendors had had a message that they they should they had to pay to get access. They had to pay to get their product testing. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so that's happened. But then if you were to look around on GitHub, you might see new repos with names that sound a bit like Betaflight that that are working with artery tech mcus and whose git history could be cleaner um yeah and it's just an interesting situation of oh, yeah. what happens what doesn't happen it's yeah hard to tell all right and um, because yeah. yeah yeah if if people were being more open about it and working together as a team i think it wouldn't be a problem but it's 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 challenging to work, I guess, with some of the cloners in China because they're like, oh yeah, there's a way to you know get a jump on this other company and do some closed version of this, and then you know shill it around, get some bucks. It's um, yeah, it's not easy. It's not great. Yeah, and that's that that you know they make you know Dom's a saint by comparison. He's trying to get a little bit of code in for his pixel OSD to try and support himself. Whereas the other stuff was much meaner and much more hardball. But yeah. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, kind of, Oh, not, not easy. It's not easy. Especially when a lot of people are doing this stuff for free and for fun. Hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, I just want to pretend I'm a bird. It's not exactly yeah. something I want to start I'm here for a good time. arguing about. Yeah. yeah, and then you're having to pay subscription services. It's like, oh, yeah, not not good. So, yeah, what, what are you going to be working on for the rest of the week? The rest of the week, I'm going to be trying to sleep in as much as I possibly can, but I'd like to get the plane in the air. 
I did have my little car. Did I show you my ridiculous orange car? I quite enjoyed it. It's rather fun. No, no, I haven't. The last update I had from you was the the naughty kitties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My cats tried to poison themselves. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, I know. Um, so I got got this car. It's a WL Toys. Um, you might think standard RC car. Yeah, it's not, I haven't put a camera on it or anything. But what I have done, which you might find amusing. I'm never really one for pistol grip controllers because, yeah, I, I grew up at a time when you got car controllers with sticks in the in the yeah. 80s. That's what you did. So can you Ooh. see what it is yet? You probably can't because the actual part that's involved is vanishingly small, but you might see a cluster of wires next to the ESC. What yeah. I did was I slapped an Express LRS module in there okay okay but yeah i found that there was one receiver there's a matek r24 um r24 p6 i think and that supports battery voltage telemetry that one you you got it yeah so that's basically the one you want if you want to get a generic pwm controlled model and fit it with Express LRS because not only does it give you six channels of output, I think. I think that's the P6. Yep. Um, it also has a VBAT connection and it will tell you the battery voltage hey. from two two eight S, I believe. Um, so you so, you remember the big yellow plane mm-hmm. with you know that we put smoke and stuff? That's what I bought that for. No, it's ha, ha, going ha. in that. The, the Del Boy special. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm, I've been very pleased with that. It works an absolute treat. It's it's very small. You get all the header pins with it, put it in a big bit of heat shrink and shoved it in there. Obviously, a car, you don't need that many channels, two channels. It seems an overkill thing to, to yeah. get a six-channel receiver, but it's the only one I could find that had battery uh, telemetry on it. And most of the time with a car, I, I just get carried away. And the next thing I know, I've completely killed the battery. So it was my hope this time I could actually check the battery mm-hmm. voltage. So there we are. I've mapped it. So I've got um, yaw for turning and pitch for throttle. And that's it. Nice. Done. I was going to say, yeah, going to try a 5S LiPo on my 4S quad. Good luck, Audio Geek. And Oh, you'll be fine. Capacitors be fine. are your friend. Oh, yeah. Everyone should go on eBay and buy a big bag, like five or ten at least, Panasonic uh, extra low ELR, ESR, that's the one, ESR capacitors, uh, like 500 microfarad or just go balls to the wall and get a 1,000 and and get ones that are rated for about 1.5 times the voltage so you're all good in case there's any little whoopsies. And off you go. Yeah, definitely a good item to have kicking around in the box. Yeah. So, I know. I need to power test the retro quads and then wire up the wire up the old XT60. Maybe that's what I'll do when we finish the show. I'll, we'll finish that and have a, have a hover test. Oh, oh Dom. Oh, yes, I do have drift cars. I've got the cutest drift car in the world. Aww. Look at that. Look at that. It's got its it looks little like drift wheels on. Yeah. But it's got um it's got proper little drift wheels on and a metal chassis and something that's about the size of the palm of your hand. It's it's a hilarious little thing. I think it was only about thirty five quid. And then I got alloy wheels to go on it just because it <laughs> cracked me up. And it's oh got lights, it's got working lights on. It's it's quite the In- quite indicators. The don't like Lurgy's all about the scale. No hand of God. Oh, strobing. Uh, yeah, you need you want to warn people about flashing Sorry. lights. Yeah, uh, flashing backlights and front lights. It's yeah, and they've even thoughtfully put a power button under it so you can, if you pinch it in just the right way, which I now cannot do, you can turn it on and off without taking the chassis off. Oh, well, I, I managed to turn it on now. I can't turn it off. Well, that's that. Oh, well. It's the end oh, of well. that. Uh, 
there we are. I turned it off. Oh, yeah, by, by thumping it with my clumsy hands, I can turn it off without pulling out the pins. Yeah, sounds good. Laugh, but... So you've got it's small enough you can like drift around the kitchen table. Absolute laugh it really is it makes everything feel huge like you can go on a, f a little footpath that's two meters wide and it feels like a giant car park it's great <laughs> e. all right man well uh that is all we've got time for i think i think that's it me and you might be hanging out in uh in discord so if any of you do want to say hello yeah may to, or may to not John, be there i think that was a wl toys um it's it's quite easy to find, find those because the they're one twenty four and one twenty eight scale. There's not that many in that category, so if you search for like one twenty eight drift car, you should find it. Okay, no worries. All right. Um, yeah, you've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Uh, we are supported by our lovely patrons that gives us the ability to. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or uh, Apple or any other i you know uh podcast platform we've been bleeped out and cleaned up by the, our lovely editor and that is all paid for by our lovely patreons we do appreciate you guys you guys rule thank you so much um if you do want to watch us live we're live 8 p.m uh uk time every thursday on youtube let's turn out and uh, you've been joined by the wonderful Stephen. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for being on the show again, Jack. Good to hang yeah. out. And thank you for our wonderful Patreons. For those who are interested, it's a, it is a WL Toys. Get ready for this. 284131. Catchy, Me. catchy model names. 284131. Nice. And I've been brought into life live. Thank you. Good night. Telemetry lost.